Welcome to Seat Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ian. Ian, this is Part B. Of course, if you didn't, for some reason, tune into Part A. There's 17 projects. Boy, did you miss a lot. 17 (laughs) projects. We're picking up from here. But we're picking up from 17. Mm -hmm. Are you ready, Ian? I am. I'm ready. We're going to go right for it. Okay. Um, Marymount Park updates, including Pine Island Boardwalk Mm -hmm. or Bridge. Yeah. So nobody knows where that stands. I mean, basically, Pine Island has been put put on hold. Um, we hope forever um, because that was just a bad plan. But there's a lot of other parts of that project that they're also doing um, that they have completed. I don't think right. they, that not everybody's happy with. <laughs> they put the fence up, the mm-hmm. iron fence around the whole park or the park that was on the street, obviously. Yeah, and there's mixed messaging for that because a lot of people feel like they took something that was very open and they enclosed it. And it's just that there's, there's mixed messages for that. Not everybody likes that. Yep. And coming next uh, for the road, uh, Marymount Parkway, mm-hmm. our, our new sidewalks, historical lighting, and landscape traffic island. I thought they, it was a landscape traffic island, but maybe they're talking about towards the Verk building. Maybe. maybe this is where the Verk building comes in. Lots, of, land- lots of landscaping going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of. Also in the design and permitting phase is the replacement of the Route 3A bridge across Black's Creek, which is deemed by the state for replacement. Um, I hope they don't go overboard on that bridge. Yeah. But they will. And then other plans for Blacks Creek fired up a group of nearby residents who mm-hmm. say not all of Kellaways. That's the original um, decade-old master plan, mm-hmm. decades-old master plan for the park translate to what it's today. And, of course, this is from a Ledger article, and they're talking about the proposed 450-foot bridge, mm-hmm. which, like you said... They put on hold. They put on hold. They put on hold because a lot of, I mean, again, this administration would say it was, uh, you know, people who didn't want it, you know, the NIMBYs that didn't want it in their backyard, but it wasn't. It was people throughout the whole city that went to MEPA and basically said, this is not good for the environment. This is not a good project. This is not what anybody wants. Yeah. And uh, the mayor's quoted here. This article is from uh, August 10th, 2021. He said, look, we'll pull back, withdraw this for now and have some meetings presenting our full master plan. And what we're shooting for with connectivity, Coke said, that's on me with the pandemic. Some parts of the process kept going, like permitting. But the meetings didn't happen like they should have. The meetings have not yet been rescheduled or scheduled. Yeah. And this is one of the things that make me um, anxious in the city is because a lot of times what happens is we this type of stuff happens. It gets put to the side. Yeah. This is a project that's decades old. It will get pulled back at some point. Yeah. And we just have to stay vigilant about so what it is. Take your want. eyes off the ball. Exactly. So we all have to stay on top of these things to make sure we don't miss. The same thing when it comes to zoning or planning or any of those things. If you if you blink, you might miss. So. Yeah. Next on the list is the Housneck Maritime Center. Yeah. So very much like the animal shelter. I think that came in in 2017 and then died. Yeah. Because it's it hasn't and nothing's happened. And again, they say it's because of COVID, but really nothing has happened with the Maritime But Center. I think originally they were looking at it was pretty expensive. And oh, yeah. They went it was back. three stories. It was a three-story building. And I know, too, that they, they purchased some houses down there. There was one person who held out. They were taking things by eminent domain, and the one person held out, and they didn't buy the one house. And then they did utilize some of the money from the Maritime Center for the dog park. So the half a million dollar dog park that we have was actually close to a million something. So yeah. Yeah. the truth is in the pudding when you actually go back and look at the numbers. They put the half million dollars in the newspaper, but we were we were over a million dollars for the right. dog park. 
And then to go along with that, mm-hmm. or maybe not, is the Lone Sailor Statue, which the mayor talked about last year. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't heard much about that. Have I think we? they're trying to figure out the location for that. Maybe that is why he bought the Maritimes. The, the, that's maybe that's why he bought the Town River Marina. Yeah. And that's where he wants to put it. So the, so the rumor has it maybe they bought the um, the Towns River Marina because they want to put the Maritime unit the down. Police, the, the police. The down police down there as opposed to Town and House Neck because they're... They don't have that taken care. They don't have that built yet. So I mean, I don't. We don't know why they bought the the, the marina on on um, Quincy Shore Drive. A lot of people are trying to speculate. So. Yeah. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be nice if we knew? Like, what? Why we purchase things that the future plans are? Yes. As opposed <laughs> As opposed to saying we're buying this because we don't want anybody to develop here. Yeah. Yeah. That's his. Yeah. Hand- it would be a ten story thing on the it's waterfront. Really, and it's really funny because it's like hand picking these odd places. <laughs> that maybe that one actually would have made sense, but you know. Yeah, so the Lone Sailor statue is another one. I think that they've already went out and they've. Um, they, I, I, I believe that they're already speculating what the cost will be or having it having it done. They're having and it done. I, I think they. I'm not. Oh wow. I could be wrong about that. Okay. It's probably already. It's probably. <laughs> it's probably. It's probably, it's probably already there. It's behind the DPW. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. And I don't know why this is so low on the list because this was in the paper recently. Yeah. And I did. You did a little digging for this and mm-hmm. uh, the Pine Hill Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So this was in the ledger. It might have been in the sun also. I don't know. This is February 16th. Pine Hill Cemetery could get a major expansion, expansion if city councils approve a 16.4 million spending request for Mayor Thomas Koch to add more than 13,600 internment spaces, an area for services to be held on site, and a new office building. Mm-hmm. The new space would create space for 8,000 new caskets, including 680 new graves in the veteran section, add the cemetery's first cremation niches, and spruce up sections of the cemetery. It would also add a new structure for services to be held on site in a new welcome center office. So you did request some plans, right? Yeah, I did. I was just curious because I, I thought it was coming before us earlier for some reason, right? but it um, it's not, and it's... You know, I just wanted to see what exactly is $16 million to update the cemetery. It's it, And the thing is, is, this isn't like, you know, Wallace and Cemetery is right in the downtown area, walkable, historic. Yeah, and this is... People this is, walk through. Yeah, this this is not really a walkable cemetery. You can ascribe to it. It's on the a, edge. Nobody yeah. really... It's a very... unless you yeah. have someone buried there. Or? Yeah, which a lot of people do go there because of that reason. But you do, wouldn't walk there. Yeah. And it's, a, it's not a... Um, it's a very busy street. It's a dangerous street, actually. People get hit all the time on that street so it's it's just an it's just kind of not easily walkable location or yeah you wouldn't ride a bike there right and it's not exactly mount auburn or forest hill cemetery no um but the mayor's gonna give it his best so there's two two new gateways that look a lot like the marymount gateways with Mm -hmm. the the big stone and then the iron gates Mm -hmm. Um, on Chickatobit and then Willard Street, there is a veterans memorial proposed, mm-hmm. and it's fairly large. Yeah, um, has three flagpoles, has six emblems like bronze or something on it, mm-hmm. and um, sparing no expense, it's proposed granite, uh, jet mist, Virginia mist, precedents are the Sean Collier Memorial at MIT. 
and the Air Force Memorial in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Both of those I looked were funded by private contributions. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's another veterans memorial. It just looks like they may be going to it town is, on it. Yeah, this you know? is, and those two that were referenced, like you said, were privately funded, and these are going to be funded by the taxpayers with the idea that they'll be selling the, the grave. So it will be a, it'll be a no brainer, another yeah. no brainer project in the city of Quincy yeah. that always ends up being a headache. And then there's a pergola gathering space mm-hmm. with, you ready for this? This is my attempt. Yeah, Columbria's, <laughs> I guess that's where the, the niches are, right? Yeah. There's granite curbing throughout. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's all kinds of stone uh, retaining walls. Mm. Um, and there's a, before you say what I know you're going to say, there's a healing garden, which mm-hmm. is kind of set off by itself with mm-hmm. a, a beautiful wall and, and benches that look like they're from the downtown, both downtown parks. They look like they're the same kind of design. They had some extras. Uh, and it's mortared cut granite walls with granite capstones, uh, walls at expansion intersections, retaining and freestanding, uh, dried laid granite block walls throughout, throughout. Um, and then we, we drove up there because, you know, we do research here mm-hmm. and, uh, it looks like they already have everything cleared. Also, there's a, uh, water feature, which I know you, you, you got some elaboration on which were just sketches mm-hmm. that are on the Chickatobit side. Um, it looks like a, some kind of waterfall system. And then, like I said, uh, it looks like they already cleared the land. Mm-hmm. So, so they're not even waiting for approval. They're just going ahead with a lot of the work. There was a request for proposal for a, um, there was a, a request for proposal for a design sculpture and that was awarded, I believe, on June, January 14th, 2021 for 25,000. And so, so that's already being worked on, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then it said here in the article, and I know you, you brought this up to me about 13 acres were used for burials until 2020 when a new road and then 4,000 graves were added in a $750,000 mm-hmm. project. So seven hundred fifty thousand for four thousand graves, and yeah. sixteen point five million dollars for thirteen thousand. Thirteen six, but but a lot of that is not. That's not all graves. That's um, the cremation niches. Yeah. Um, no, but my point is, is it's like you know seven seven hundred fifty thousand for four thousand graves. But we're what we're spending sixteen point five million dollars is the graves. It's the water features and the. It's the it's the added. Yeah, and what's not shown in, in the plans it. you got is so it says here a new structure for services, and there's nothing in the plans that show that's, what yeah. that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then the new office, there's nothing that shows what that's going to look like. So yeah. I don't know that that's. I mean, when you go in from Willard Street, mm-hmm. right? There's that brick building, which yeah, looks kind of cruddy. It, yeah. I'll admit that. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't do any of this stuff. Oh, no, I'm not either. I'm just, I'm and, just saying that maybe that maybe there's a way we can accomplish many of the things, but not with the price tag. Right. Yeah. It's not exactly just sprucing it up. No. Um, there's no. also all this landscaping that they they do, that, that they're going to do with all kinds of plantings. And so I just don't think it's it's a destination place. And no, I don't you, think... You have to do it. I understand you need a new office and some of these other things, but um, I don't know if you need the privacy nook. And I don't know if you need a, a veterans memorial that rivals something in Washington, D.C. Yeah. I just, um, and that's nothing against the veterans. Um, no, I, I just think that the price tags, we have 
we have over 20 projects we're talking about in the price tag. And you can well, say, I'm not done with that yeah, yet. I know. And you, and you can say that, and you can say that this will pay for itself. Everything, it's kind of like we're going to buy this land because we don't want it to be a big building. We're gonna, this is going to pay for itself. This is going to be out of the CPA money, so it's a no, it's a no-brainer. But there's a certain point when we have to kind of rein it in. Right. And, you know, we don't have to do it all at once. And you can do it in phases. I mean, many, many communities do things in phases. And this might be one that we need to do in phases. They just did, like I said, 4,000. I'm not sure where they stand. Are they all gone? I don't know. Like, there's a lot of questions that have to go along with this type of situation. Yeah. And, you know, quite honestly, there's a lot going into this. But, you know, the General's Park is just a grass area. So. Well, it has trees in it. It's nice landscaping. But it's not utilized the way it should be. No, but I mean, it, it could have been much more interesting is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And then let's see. The next one on the list, I guess we'll go. Number 18 is St. Mary's School. Well, we forgot another school. The, Dr. the Dr. Christofaro Special oh, Education geez. Building. Jeez, I mean. Okay, so. <laughs> we have two schools. Yeah. <laughs> so St. Mary's was purchased. I'm not even sure when it was purchased, but it was purchased with the intention that it was going to be to alleviate the overcrowding in our school system. It was going to be an elementary Caused school. by all the building. Caused by all the building. <laughs> that supposedly doesn't impact any of our schools. But it is still vacant to this day. And it's being utilized as maybe the fire. I think it's where they, they practice um, the, the yeah. training, the fire training building. Yeah. So we purchased a building in West Quincy with the intentions that we were going to put a school there. And um, it's at least five or six years ago that they purchased it. And right. it still sits... Um, you know, with it being at the location where they do fire training. Yeah. And it's probably too small for an elementary school. Yeah. Well, it's questionable when they purchased whether or not it was. We never actually did a feasibility study for that. That was just one of those things where we just went and purchased and we didn't bother to check to see if it would actually fit any of the qualifications of the MSBA. Yeah. But the same thing was done with the Dr. Christofaro Special Education Building. You know, we purchased the building and we're not going to be getting any funding back from the MSBA for that. That's going to be something that we completely self-fund for that building. And that's meant to be. Um, a special education building. And then, so so I think that does it pretty much, but do you know what, whatever happened to the first half pumping station, is that there? I don't think it's... We bought some land from Dan Flynn, right? Yeah, so that was, that was a long time ago. They bought the land from Dan Flynn, I think it was in 2012. And then Dan Flynn got into a, a little financial problem and yeah. went to, I think he went to federal prison in 2017. Yeah. But, you know, there's a pumping station that's supposedly going over into Furnace Ave. I'm not sure where it stands. I don't think there's a pumping station there yet. I think potentially they went out for, um, you know, to have something tested at FEMA, but it hasn't really come back. You know, who knows what's going on. So I think that does it for the projects that, I, that we know about, right? Yeah, that's at least 20 four projects at least and yeah. that's those are the ones we know of or that we that we know we spent money on the question is is how much more can we afford right. because where's the money coming from is this part of you know the city council approved that 475 million pension fund refinance so so all that money is now being used for these other projects i, I don't, don't think know. so because that intention was that it was going to go 30 years and it's going out 20 so it doesn't um, it's not going to open the doors quite as far as they were hoping it would but you know, the fact is, is that when I asked the question about a um, $2.3 million investment of a fire truck, we could have used COVID money for, you know, our, our chief financial officer said, oh, it's better to, it's better to take a loan out. Yeah. Because, you know, because it's, you know, because free money, you know, is what the American Rescue Act is, is, is money coming from the federal government. We'll pay for it in our federal taxes, but it's meant to alleviate for all of the residents of City of Quincy some of the tax burdens that we have. Instead, we're just going to put another burden on the taxpayers. And that's these are 20 projects that are costing us that if it takes six years to do the Greenleaf building, 
I don't, I think it's going to be higher than $75,000 was the original, supposedly the investment would take to do, but we don't mind spending money in the city of Quincy because the taxpayers, the city of Quincy can afford it. Yeah. And this is what the administration, if you don't like it, you can move. This is, those are the, the many stories says it all the time. You know, if you don't like it, you can move, but you know, I don't think you should move. I think you should, I think you should pay attention and I think you should want more and expect more from your city government. Yeah. City councilors, school committee, and the administration. So, so that's that does it. We we got through the list. You Took us two it. shows, but we got through the list. <laughs> yeah, and we'll keep you posted on these. But just we went back through this because somebody was asking me how many projects do we really have going on Quincy, and these are the ones that we scratch the surface on. I know there's a lot more. We have roads and parks and different things that are going on, yeah. but those are important things. I do believe in those. There's certain things we have to do in city government to make sure that we are making things easier and better for us to live in the city yeah. of Quincy. So with that, I, you know, talking about people who made things better in the city of Quincy, I was heartbroken to learn my good friend, Kelly Cobble, who was a, worked for the, the national parks, um, passed away. And my heart just goes out to their family. Yep. And she was, she was very active in the arts too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's, Kelly, it's hard. The Cobble family goes back to the Mahoney family all the way to campus Kinderhouse. And, you know, it was just a, it was just a hard blow for all of us to, to learn about Kelly. So everybody keep the Kelly, the couple family and Kelly couple in your hearts and in your prayers and thoughts. So yep. thank you everybody. So that does it for this week on City Limits. Thanks everybody. Thanks.